Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. Life, life, life. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Life Tips. Life tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Tell me about your thoughts on on uh, on on that feeling that you have there of, of loving and, and feeling like comedy is is an important element in your own life. Are you around comedy all the time on the weekends? Do you entertain and tell wild stories and meet incredibly wonderful theatrical friends and all the time and. You know what is your life like that may have uh, led into the your, your this the, some of your insights in the book and stories. Nothing like what you just described. Um, <laughs> my my favorite kind of comedy that I like to reflect and that I try to always remember to write down are the things that people say to you and the encounters that you just have on an everyday basis. My son was reading to me from a journal. He's 16 now, and he was reading his journal. Like, what's that? Was it like an assignment or something he had in elementary school? And it just cracked me up. He was he was writing uh, book reviews. They had to do book reviews. And his book review, he said, I'd rather eat my shoe than read Snow White. It's terrible. <laughs> I just thought, oh, my God. I'd love to publish the, the uh children writing terrible reviews of children's books. I don't know. It just cracked me up. I'd rather eat my shoe than read Snow White. That to me, I don't know. I just, that just, that just really cracked me up. So, um, I just, I live a pretty, uh, you know, I get up at quarter to seven, make breakfast, drive my son to school while he insults me and, um, and, and work on, Work on our finding the right insurance all day, right? I mean, just I mean, I I have great friends and everything, but it's it's the little things people say to you and that you hear. That's where I think I find the most humor, and that's what um. So that's why it's good not to wear earbuds, you know, all the time. It's really important to listen to what's the world the world around you because that's where you get really funny things. People people talking to you. That's that to me is gold. Annabelle, you've started over 50 TV series and have met incredible people. Isn't that an influence with why you are the way you are now? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know about that. I've had the great fortune to work with some amazing um, people, including Candace Bergen and Jeff Garland and Ann Mirror and Bob Odenkirk and I mean, just uh, uh, so many great talents, Tim Allen, Bill Maher, all these amazing people who I think are all funnier than me. So I don't, I don't know, maybe, you know, there is something about maybe comedy being a little bit contagious, but um, uh, the thing that I think has rubbed off on me the more than anything else I would say, though, is how hard everybody that I know works. Uh, there's, I think, some people think that people and you know, show business, don't work very hard. And that is one thing that I, that I have definitely, if anything, have picked up. And that is the work ethic of everyone that I know who I respect. And that is something that I, I definitely have picked up. And I'm a really hard worker. You know, 
Um, I work really hard on trying to make sentences and trying to mine everything I'm writing, you know, for the most comedy. And um, and everybody that I know, God, Bill Moore, such a hard worker. He's so disciplined. And, uh, and I really respect that. And I think, if anything... I have, um, I've picked up the, the work ethic of those people. That's the one thing I'll say. Comedy, I'll leave that to uh, other people to say. If, that's, if, I, if any of it's rubbed off on me, definitely my husband, who's really funny. Um, he, his, I, I, his comedy maybe has rubbed off on me. And, and again, another person who works so hard. Such a great work ethic. I don't know that people realize that. Like, um, my husband worked with Ben with Ben Stiller and Judd Apatow for many years, and um, they are still such hard workers. Jeff just attended um, a table read, the read through with the cast of the new Zoolander movie. There's going to be um, a sequel, and he said he had just never heard anything funnier in his life. So funny, Justin Thoreau wrote the script. All these amazing people, including Will Ferrell, Ben Stiller, Ray, uh, Fred Armisen, Christian Wiig, all these amazing people in it. And the next day, they went and did a, uh, a comedy punch-up session. He's like, I have no idea how they could make it funnier. That was they're working on it, you know, that they just mm-hmm. leave no stone unturned. Never done. Always working to make uh, what can be funnier well how do we look to, just I, I that is something people may not even realize it's not like oh it's so funny the first time no just working 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 on it hmm. imagine that we're at a halftime of of the life game here and it's important that i stress that question uh, because I'm wondering at, at the halftime here, what are you most proud of of your of your career so far? And maybe this book is the answer, which would be a good answer. Um, yeah, that is you're absolutely right. And I say that because um, I'm so proud of all the work I've got to do as an actress over so many years. I am really proud of my son, who's a great kid, and I am. Uh, trying always to be a better person and, you know, contributor. And I get very excited to vote. That to me is just one of the great uh, pleasures and privileges of life in the United States. Um, but in terms of my work, I am most proud of my books. And this book being my first book, it's not just a book of, that I edited or uh, the book I did with my husband, which I really love, but my first standalone book, I'm really proud of it. Um, I, I, you know, I, it, it, when you write a book, everyone I know who writes books always says this to afterwards, you're like, I can't believe I, I, I wrote a book or another book. It's, it's, it's a crazy thing when you're sitting alone in your room and you're trying to um, write and tell a story and, 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 to, and when people like it uh, and, and you get back and this one may be, uh, extended list of the New York Times bestseller, which means you get to say it's a New York Times bestseller. Um, it's just, it's just tremendously exciting, you know, because I want to share this. I, I didn't write it, like I said in my journal, I wrote it to be shared, and um, I'm really proud of it. And I want to keep getting to be a better and better writer. That is my goal all the time. Is that my next thing is going to be my best 
thing, my next thing I'm going to, you know, just keep working at the skill and, um, and the relatability. You know, when people tell me they relate to the book, that, that's, that's the biggest phrase I get is, uh, oh my gosh, I've had several people say, you wrote what's in my head. And I'm like, yes, I'm so happy because I don't think I'm any uh, kind of extraordinary person. I think I'm having an experience that so many of us are having. And um, the only act that I, this is what I can do is is write about it. And um, so I'm just going to try to keep getting to be a better and better writer. That's my goal. So wonderful to hear that. Now, as we approach the second half here, what's the game plan? Uh, you know, what is really exciting for you uh, to, to to take on next potentially? Well, I'm adapting this book right now for um, uh, television for the FX network. So that's really exciting to me because that's a new challenge. And I have a great writing partner, Liz Chillo, who co-wrote He's Just Not That Into You. Um, she's fantastic, and that's really fun to work together. We also happen to have gone to college together, so double fun there. Then I'm also adapting this work as a solo show, and I've been performing it along with doing author talks, and I'll be um, doing it as a show, hopefully by the end of this uh, coming year, maybe in the spring, it'll start to launch. And that's also exciting. I love performing. It's really fun to be back on stage. And then I've got some other ideas for new books. So um, there is no rest for the uh, people without inheritances. <laughs> I just can't wait to read the title of, of your next book. You know, with, with oh, a, with that's a, the hardest thing. With, you I, know, I you like, say I, tomato, I say shut up. I mean, that was just so awesome. And, you know, I see husband. you made an effort. That, that's deeper to me. You know, I see you made it's an little, effort. And yes. I, it's, we, we wanted it to be not just funny, but um, I I was thinking I might have to pay my husband to come up with my next title, because he's just so good at that. I think something like, you know, the second half could suck or something. I don't know. You know, you you need to... I know. There's a a book by a comedian, and I'm going to get it wrong right now, but I'm going to look it up to see who it is, because it's such a funny title. The title is um, Please God, Let It Be Herpes. (laughs) <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> that is just so funny. That you is know? brilliant, yes. I just, you know, okay, I'm going to just tell you who wrote that book because I really should know who that book is by. I can't not say. Okay, it's by um, Car, uh, Carl Con- Calkin. Um, Carlos Calkin. And... Um, Everybody, let's get that. No, let's get that book too. But because uh, it's what a great title. So I'm I'm shooting for shooting for another title. Really, like I see, like a, like you say, title. I say, shut up. But um, uh, we shall see. Because I just don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know what the next title. Tell is tell be. us about your solo show. Where where would you expect? Uh, you know, obviously in L.A. I would imagine. Or are you going to try to to take it out on the road? Oh, I'm definitely going to be on the road. We I don't know yet. I don't know yet, but that is the goal. So, what would you imagine um, the format to be? To be? Me talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a, well, you know, actually, I've already written it. I've started to, I started to perform it. I just did it in Virginia, and I'll be up doing it in Nyack, but it's not officially out there yet. And it is, uh, there's, there's some music in it. I mean, I don't sing, but there's some, there's a, there's, um, 
there's some visual, there's some slides, but it's it's really stories. And it's based on the book, but it's not the book. But I mean, that's going to take a little while to come out. So meanwhile, I hope people will get the book, enjoy the book, and find me on Facebook or on Twitter and tell me what they think. I just, you know, it's, it's a funny thing. It is different than being an actress where a book is a very personal experience when people are reading you. And so when you hear from your readers, it's really fun. It's really, really fun. And um, with your that books, is... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, nothing, nothing. That's it. With your books and your performance, do, do you ever feel pressure? And, and, and if so, how do you handle that pressure? Oh, oh, God. Uh, so much pressure. Uh, that I put on myself. That, you know, I just, I want to do well. I want to do the best job I can do, all that stuff. Um, how do I handle it? Oh, I meditate. I exercise. My husband hears some complaining. Um, you know, I, I talk to friends. Uh, there's just nothing like talking to your friends. <laughs> I go to therapy. You know, every, the normal thing. <laughs> Um, but one of the things that I do feel like I have learned is to really reach out to my friends. That's another thing I think I've learned with age is that, is that isolating, which is something I could do that does not help me. This does not work. But reaching out to people because that is something I am, I'm not someone who is afraid to say, I don't, I'm terrified. I'm afraid of it. You know, I think there's a lot of power in that. And everybody that I know who is really successful um, has said that to me at one point or another. And so I've found that that's, um, it's really helpful to share those feelings and then to uh, get some community around it. Um, and that is something I didn't do. I, I had a lot more bluster as when I was younger. Now I'm like, uh, I don't have any, I don't have that. You, you know, you have to have a certain confidence, but the confidence, that I have when I have it comes from um, just putting in the work. I know I've put in the work. I know I'm putting in the work, and that's all I can do is work as hard as I can. Um, and I, I'm a much, I'm actually a much harder worker now than I was when I, when I was um, younger. And I do think that also that may be a product of age too, where you take your work more seriously because you. Um, you, you you get higher and higher standards. You know you uh, um, you're 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 up against your last work, and every time you're trying to get better and better. Um, and I don't really I don't know anyone who is lazy in that way. I don't. Speaking of uh, you know s- setting the bar high, your your husband is is an award winning uh, uh, as an Emmy award winning uh, individual. When are you going to win your first Emmy award? It looks like never. Uh, so I, <laughs> you know, uh, I'll just say this. I mean, look, I, I hope I can turn this this um, book into a TV show. Um, there's a oh god, there's a phrase for it, and I can't remember what someone said to me recently about when you get into trouble is when you're working at towards the for the award and not. Oh, there's a there's a phrase people talk about in show business, and I can't. It's sort of like a sports thing when you're going for the hoop instead of playing the game. When you're, I don't know, there's something like something like that. But it's, mm. you know, I, I I don't I just don't think about that. 
I just try to do the best work I can. I really and truly, I used to plan the, the award speeches when I was younger. I don't do that anymore. That does not, um, that doesn't help you get them, I don't think. And, um, and it's just not, it's not, it's not a use, a good use of time. Unless it's going to be funny and I'm going to publish it somewhere. Hmm. On behalf of so many fans, I think, that are probably listening to this, uh, just thank you for all your greatness and for being on the show today and for all you've done with, with, with comedy and, and making us smile a little bit wider. Oh, thank you so much. And here, for anyone who's smiling a bit wider, who's my age, can you believe how horrible root canals are? That's something I had no idea. That's one people who say, would you have any advice for people who were younger? Yes, floss more. Just floss more. Floss more and your life will be better later. Um, thank you so much. This has been really fun. And um, I look forward to hearing from listeners and seeing what they think of the book. That'd be awesome. Terrific. And how do you want people to get a hold of you? And who would you like to get a hold of you? Oh, um, I would love people to go out, get the book, and then uh, find me on Twitter, find me on Facebook. And it's all just, you know, even if you don't write my name and spell it correctly. Uh, I didn't spell my name right on Twitter, and I got stuck with the Twitter handle. My name is spelled wrong. I just can't even. It's so dumb. But you can find me there. If you go to my website, AnnabelleGerwich.com, you can see if I'm coming to a city near you. And uh, I'm just like the easiest person to find. And I do try to write people back if they tell me they've liked the book or something they liked in it. And it's just fun. It, it's, at first, I really resisted all that stuff. But I'm like, oh, you know what? It's really fun. And um, sometimes people who are following me on Twitter will come to an event and I'll recognize their name. That's really fun to put in. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Uh, it's crazy fun when you get to meet people you only know on Facebook and Twitter at your events. But um, mostly uh, because I love books. I hope people will, um, even if they don't want to talk to me, want to read the book and, and get a kick out of my writing. Well, it's just once again been a pleasure having you on the show. So thanks very much for joining us today. Thanks a lot, Byron. Take care. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here.
InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the show, everyone. We're here with Jen Bick. Jen, welcome. Thanks, Byron. <laughs> so, Jen, you've had a, it's just nice to hear your voice, Jen. I, I tend to smile every time I hear it. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about um, the uh, how the freelance writing industry has changed in your mind from your perspective in the last few years. Uh, well, it's gotten qu- quite a bit larger. Um, and I really only started freelancing uh, full-time um, really just the last couple years. I worked full-time between then and did the odd job here and then. So... I can't really um, say from an insider's perspective how it's changed, let's say, in the last, you know, 5, 10. Um, but just from talking with other people uh, that have done it, um, you know, there's, there's definitely more competition. Uh, there's more people out there that, that think that they can be freelance writers, um, mm-hmm. which has posed some interesting challenges for those people in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and there are more websites out there that kind of act as hubs for freelance jobs. Uh, people looking for freelancers as well as people that can perform that that capacity even in not just writing but also graphic design and programming and all kinds of different mainly web related ways mm-hmm. yeah how how important is optimization and how interesting or not interesting has it been for you to learn the game of uh, peppering rich keywords and doing keyword research and creating titles and meta tags and meta descriptions. Where does that fit? You know, a great letter writer like you. How does that fit into your to your uh, you know uh, your mold? Um, well, it definitely fits in there now. Um, I think I think when a lot of people started um, freelance writing, uh, I think they viewed SEO as something that a programmer did and not something that really impacted them. They they just provided the content and they didn't have to worry about things called meta tags and, you know, whatever. Um, now, now if, if, you, if you want to do a good job, if you want to add value to your clients, um, and if, if you want to show that there's actually um, a return on what you do, you have to be thinking about optimization, um, period. <laughs> it, it kind of sucks if, it's not, if that's not what you went into freelancing to do, was, was to think about those kinds of, Kind of, kind of the more scientific aspect, I suppose you might want to say about writing, or the, you know, like the the hard numbers bit about about writing for websites. Um, but now, if, if you want repeat business um, and you want your clients to do well, you definitely have to think about how the words that you place there, and you know, whatever kind of like linking strategies you use, are going to improve traffic to that site and improve the chance of that client hiring you back because that's what they're mainly looking for. We're uh, really uh, find it interesting. You're, you're, you're one of um, a few uh, writers at Idea Launch that, of course, we work with. We work with quite a few writers at, 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 uh, at Idea Launch, but in comparison to Writer Access, 
where there are literally, I think there's over a thousand writers now that have put in their profiles and registered over there. Um, what's your take on working with Idea Launch um, and the freelance assignments you're getting from there and, and, um, and, and what's happening over there? Do you think we have a good model over there? And, and how has Word Vision, how have you found Word Vision to be to work with over there? Because that's, you know, not every agency out hiring freelance writers has them use this crazy tool, Word Vision. You know, yeah, how's that um, fitting into your and, program? And what, they, do you, what do you think of that should. tool? Um, because, What's uh, that? I mean, for a lot of writers, SEO and, like, keyword strategies isn't, it isn't our, our main um, capacity. It's not what we all went to school for. It's, you know, a lot of people started writing on a non-online um, basis and then transferred their skills onto the online world. And so uh, a lot of people uh, recognize that they need to have, you know, SEO and, and, and a real science to what they do. Um, but they don't necessarily know how to do it. And so with Word Vision programs like it, um, you know, you, you have the tools right there that you can just sort of plunk in your work and see how it stacks when it comes to its searchability um, and its optimization. And that helps you uh, hugely um, in, in making sure that what you're doing actually is effective for your client um, on that level. Um, you know, you still have to be able to write in an engaging way, in a conversational way. Um, you know, it's not about you know, just putting in keywords and having them show up. Um, you're not going to attract anyone or keep anyone that way. Um, but um, when you work with um, an agency um, like Writers Access and you have the, those kind of tools with, to your, at your disposal, um, they're pretty priceless, I'd say. Um, and it's, it is definitely unique. I do work with some different companies and a few different freelancing hubs, and you do have that level of support. Um, you know, so that to help you to help your client. Um, so it's an all-around great tool, and that's definitely what um, has been a great appeal to me for writersaccess.com. What um, what has been? Uh, what are some improvements that you think need to be made overall in the uh, freelance world? Uh, what are the next new age of? Yeah, of, of representation of writers and or uh, finding companies that they're interested in working for. Um, do you like the model of writer access where we're – matter of fact, we just opened up writer access to make anyone now be able to post a job over there um, mm -hmm. free of charge, actually. Um, mm -hmm. We know we can't keep a 1,000 writers busy all day every day. <laughs> um, right. And – Really, we really wanted to create more of an open source environment uh, to allow anybody in the world to go connect with writers like you and find them on Writer Access. Um, so we also are competent enough in our own strategic abilities um, at, at Idea Launch that we just want to be a client of Writer Access and when we need to write, you know, access great writers. But where would you like to see a company like Writer Access go? Um, some of the choices to give you some hints as to what we've been thinking about are things like, you know, you know SMS text messages when somebody wants to hire you, um, you know, uh, you know, sort of a try before you buy insurance plans so a, a prospect client would make a deposit into Writer Access so you know for sure you'd get paid if they ask you for a test trial. Um, you know, what are some other 
what have you always wished for out there, you know, uh, that, that we might be able to accommodate or somebody else listening might be able to build a better model than writer access? Who knows? Um, but, but in that model over there, what, what is interesting for you that, that you could imagine would really be cool and, and, and make you excited about writer access? Um, I find that uh, some of the, the bigger challenges with some of the, the freelance um, hubs or websites out there is that it is such a free market um, of, of people that, that are looking for things and people that are offering things that it's tough sometimes, um, in particular, I think, for a North American writer uh, to get paid what they're valued at. Um, just because, uh, and there are fantastic, <clears throat> sorry, fantastic writers um, from all over the world, um, but they, they live in, in areas where there's a, like there's a lower cost of living, and so they can compete at a much lower dollar value. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and yet writers, or, or sorry, um, companies are still looking for someone that can speak conversationally, um, you know, has, can you know, can can really get the like pop culture vibe of today to really connect with the North American audience. Um, but they're sometimes comparing this to prices um, that that you couldn't live off of in North America um, that other people are offering. Um, and it's definitely not a slam against anyone um, that can offer prices in that that way. Yeah. Um, but it set a really odd perception of what writing is valued at. Um, so. You know, there's as far as what a company can offer. I think a lot of it is actually even educating clients um, about you know what do you what would you value someone that's that's writing your your website at. You know, mm-hmm. what is what is your website worth to you? Um, mm-hmm. And maybe even imposing certain minimums. Um, you know, I see it every day where people want you know a a blog post for five cents <laughs> or. Yeah. Um, right. You know, they they want to see you know articles for a dollar or whatever, um, and they're really focused on keywords. They're not focused on 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 content, but then they complain when the content isn't isn't the conversational, wonderful thing that they think all articles should be. Um, so it's a, it's a really tough balance. And and if there's a way to to better educate clients um, to understand the value of good writing and good content. Um, you know whether it's it's even just like the Twitter post, Twitters that go out or the the daily blog, um, that kind of thing. It it really does have a huge impact on your business reputation, and people um, don't seem to want to pay for it. <laughs> so um, any way that you can spread the word um, through through a, a, a freelance site um, would be helpful, I think, um, from the writer's perspective, anyway. It's been great chatting with you today, Jen. Thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thanks for having me, Byron. I really appreciate it. Indeed. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Look forward to seeing you next week on the Life Tips Show. Hope you're less a little smarter, better, faster, and wiser, and a lot more funny. Thanks to Annabelle. See you next week.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.